Alright, alright. Oh, the dick, the, the, the dick the dick's I like it. I like the intro. Perfect timing. Good morning. Morning. So, how's your morning been so far? I hear you had a um, few cups of coffee. Just a few. I mean, I've been up since 6, so... Yeah, man. It, what are you doing at 6 a.m.? Um, I mean, I'm getting up, dude. Like, I, I got up, I... I got up at like 6.15, and then uh, the last couple of days I've been hitting the gym, but today it was the track, so I'm just kind of working out, starting the day off right. So you, so you have like a, a, you have a scheduled week in terms of your workouts? Like you, 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 hit the gym, you hit the gym one day and then you do a run the other day? Like um, No, it's more kind of, I try and get all of my stuff done within one, like all together I guess, so I'll do all of my gym days one after the other, back to back to back, and then I'll go and do all of my running in consecutive days. I guess, I don't know, I've, I've gotten into a habit of that, and so currently it's on a schedule of I'll do Monday to Thursday as uh, alternating upper, upper body and lower body and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday I'll do uh, some running and a yoga class to promote flexibility and stay oh, shit. and stay limber <laughs> that's good I mean mm. my dad always promotes yoga to me <laughs> maybe, I mean maybe you're getting old there man probably don't sleep on it like it's it's some useful stuff like, so, do you have to pay I, for these classes, or you just... Um, so, I, well, I'm kind of lucky my mom pays for them, and she just lets me use her account. Oh, mama bless, mama bless. Dude, it's, it, you gotta take advantage of living under your parents' roof while you can. You're not, you're not, are you still down south? No, no, we, uh, we moved at the end of... Right. Yeah, so at the end of, end of June, pretty much, we moved, actually. So, and all of the... We sold the house in July. End of August. End of July, we, the house sold. So, it's kind of just been crazy figuring out the rest of the stuff from there. Well, it's been quite a, quite, quite a crazy year, if uh, I may say so, um, unfortunately. No, I thought it was totally normal. What are you talking oh, about? Oh, really? Yeah, how's uh, <laughs> how's practices going? Uh, non-existent right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, that sucks. Yeah. So, so you're not back? Are you back at Queens? Yeah, I'm sitting in my room right now, uh, being the only crazy housemate awake right now. Okay, so when you said, like, taking advantage of... Um, living like, in your just, room. like, like your parents' finances, I guess. Right, okay, okay. Just... But wasn't sure if you're talking like physically or financially, but oh, I understand the same thing throughout my university. Yeah, yeah. I also was supplied by Papa, Papa Blessed. Papa Robinson? Yeah. It was, I mean, it's a little stressful, I guess. You know, I don't know. But not having money is super stressful. And then being able to have someone support you like that is. So. Yeah, like. Like, it's nice, and then once you get to, like, fourth year, around, like, graduation time, your mind just starts to kick in and be like, oh, holy crap, like, I actually have to manage my own finances now and stuff. Oh, yeah, and, I mean, I, I well, I was there for five years, so maybe, in, actually, in fourth year, I had a job, so I was able to pay for my fifth year by myself. Was, really? Yeah. That's impressive, dude. That's sick. Well, Good for you. it was all up to that internship. Um, mm. So, just, it was decent pay. It was in, uh, in Kingston as well. So, I was able to play Ultimate as well. Like, I actually... So, I don't think this was supposed to happen. But, I took I took the internship. The internship mm -hmm. was three credits a semester. Um, something like that. But... I don't believe you're supposed to also take courses on the side, but the only way for me to but. play frisbee 
was to take courses on the side. So I took two courses on the side for, I guess, the winter, the fall and winter semesters. Mm-hmm. So I could play some, so I could play some ulti. I mean, you gotta do it for the ulti, bro. Like any, 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 anything for disc. Yeah, okay. Anything for some D. <laughs> really D. Oh man, I, that's the one thing I never understood. How did I acquire the nickname Dick Skin on the team? <laughs> Honestly, it's just, it's great. I don't know. For I, some I, reason, I, think, I think my last name just tees it up. Like the joke is just sitting there and it's waiting for someone to just knock it out of the park. Oh, right. It's so, I, I, so I'm just recording audio. So I don't know if. <laughs> okay, audience still. His last name is Dixon, so it's already it's already there, right? Like you were saying, you just teed it up, and uh, I guess the team just dr- drilled it, uh, drilled the home one. Home run? I, I don't know. Like the run. jokes lined up, you guys just Golf. knocked it down. Like I don't know. <laughs> There's so many different ways you can put it. Anyway. How's uh how's Ottawa going, bro? Not bad, not bad. It's super cold right now, actually. I had to close my window because let's check the weather. It is getting way too cold. It's seven seven degrees right now. Yeah, man. Walking to the track this morning, I was not happy in shirt and t-shirt. For sure, but that's that's quite impressive, Will. I have to say, getting up early. I mean, 6 a.m. First of all, that's that's already a big feat. It's freezing outside, and you still went and you did it. I mean, I I usually get up earlier, like during the year, but just because of like the school and stuff and traditional habits of a university student. At 6 a.m. Getting, getting getting up earlier than 6 a.m. is not really possible, so I kind of cut it back to six. Like previously, I was getting up at 5:15, 5:30. Ooh, what time are you going to sleep at? 11, 11.30. That's still kind of late. That's about six hours of sleep? So now I feel fine, like I'm still productive and yeah, quite active. So, like, I, I don't really notice it too much. Yeah, I think I've... I mean, you know, I've, you always hear, like, you need your eight hours, you need your eight hours. But, I mean, I just think it's people saying things, because sometimes you get your eight hours, and you're still exhausted. I, th- I think it's a lot of just listening to your body, man, like, just kind of going as you need it. Like, for me, usually, I can I can run a full week on six hours a night, every night. And a few cups of coffee. And, yeah, and I mean, I have, so, like, I, I am a big coffee person, I usually have like a french press up here very nice while i'm working and i'll I'll just like pour some and drink it while i'm working and then as soon as i'm empty i'll fill it up again but like i don't need it to get me through the day i could still do the six hours and get up and go like i think six is just optimal for me to function like some people need some people need seven or eight or nine and then you see the absolute crazy people who can do it on three or four like everyone's got their own schedule so you you usually don't ever try to sleep in or none of the days no i like it's for me it's like on the weekdays so like monday to friday i try and take the approach uh, i saw this thing in a book and my parents have always kind of said it to me where it's like win the morning win the day type thing okay so like you start your day off right and just like by having a great start it's gonna continue to be a productive and good day through the rest of the day so during the weekdays when i have work and stuff that really has to get done and is time sensitive i'll usually mm-hmm. like wake up get a workout in and then like have great breakfast um and then I'll attack my work by, I don't know, 8, 8.30. And, Dang, so yeah. I'm taking you away from your work right now, I'm sorry. 
Don't worry, dude. Today's <laughs> a pretty easy day. Yeah. So, yeah. last year you went to physical school. Well, I guess you're still there. You're still physically there, but mm. it's been what a week or two weeks of just purely online. Oof. What? How's that going, man? Um, it's. I've got a couple of different opinions on it, to be honest. Like, go for it. It's not. It's not bad. It's definitely not my favorite because I miss so much of like those inter social interaction side where you're like meeting your friends, going to class here mm -hmm. and there, and you're meeting up between classes with them to grab a bite or whatever. But at the same time, it's like every day after class, I had to just do readings anyway. And now it just seems that I have more time to do those readings and also more time to do other stuff in my day that I wanted to do. Okay, that, that doesn't sound too bad, I guess. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. Like it sounds more good, of it. but at the same time, it's bad because there's topics where you really do need that in-person instruction to understand the topic. So, like math for example statistics yeah that's something that's a class i'm taking right now and it's something that is has always been a strength of mine um like i always work well with numbers but right now i'm finding a struggle because i'm trying to learn by reading diagrams out of a textbook and yeah i'm like that's just not how i operate so it's a bit of a struggle YouTube's been my best friend for figuring nice. stuff like that out. I was just gonna say, I was just gonna suggest YouTube. There seems to be a, a plethora of online resources of people that maybe, I, I'll dare to say it, taught better than my profs taught me. I mean, yeah. On like, YouTube. I, uh, it, yeah, like some, you definitely have some professors who are great, but I think it's taking all of the knowledge that you can get from all resources and yep. there's multiple different and just using all your resources available to you to formulate like your opinions and your learning and your knowledge and stuff and just get the best get the most you can out of it, I guess. For sure. And what like what are you I don't even know what you're studying and um doing I mean <laughs> I mean, right now my major is economics, and, okay. and okay. I'm currently also enrolled in a minor in statistics. But, oh, okay, uh, a major minor? Yeah, but I don't know about the statistics minor. That still is up in the air on whether I want to continue with that. Mm -hmm. But uh, we'll see. It's, it's not bad. Like, it's interesting. Yeah. It plays to my strengths, so I'm, I'm happy sure. to continue with it right now. You like numbers and economics sounds like numbers. Hey man, numbers and graphs, so much better than opinions and history. <laughs> What's your favorite kind of graph? Ooh. Ooh. In econ like a graph, like a graph in statistics where I'm trying to graph something, or is it like a graph of like specific economic data or what? No, like types of graphs, like bar graph, line oh, graph, oh, scatter gotcha, plot. Gotcha. Not a scatter plot guy. <laughs> Not a scatter plot guy. Um, more of a histogram person myself. Okay. I don't know. Something about it just seems to work. It just be visually appealing. Yeah, definitely <laughs> a nice visual aspect. <laughs> is a, a good a good part of a. Uh, it's a visual, like a graph is a visual yeah. display of statistics. Man, I'm gonna be honest with you, I was not expecting that. I have not put any thought into what my favorite type of graph is. <laughs> well, you know, that's what I'm saying. On the Graphs Podcast, we are here to ask the tough questions. You want the tough, you want the tough answers to the tough questions. Exactly. You know, just... Asking stupid questions, I don't know. Just trying to enjoy ourselves. I, I don't know. I got one for you. What's your yeah. favorite throw? It has to be a trick. It has to be a trick throw, though. It can't oh. be. 
I don't know too many trick throws to be honest. I, I like to stick to my traditional. Yeah, like the the ones that I know I have good uh good what's it called? High percentage over. Um mm. good accuracy with. But if I'd say There's a one throw where you go like you kind of like spin on your finger and then you you turn your arm upside down and then you flip it back up and then mm. I, I think you can do it. I think you tried to show me. And then you, you keep flipping it and then all of a sudden you just like release it. Um, it's hard. It's so like if you're spinning the disc, if you, have your, if you have your hand faced to the sky, like your fingers pointing to the sky. Okay. So you spin the disc there and then you kind of like turn your hand upside down but you continue spinning the disc oh yeah and then you flip back up and then you flip back upside down and then you like release it or something i don't know if that was me that showed you that if that was someone else because i don't even think i can do that to be honest okay yeah like just listening just by judging by how you're describing that that sounds pretty hard yeah it it looks pretty hard but it looks super cool I don't know. The one I got, the one I got good at over uh, the summer was the one where you like spin it and then kick it. Have you seen that one? Was it like a it's just, top it's 100 just throw a, by Roland McDonald? Maybe, could be, but like it was more of just a thing where I saw some guy do it on uh, I think it was TikTok or whatever, and I lit, and I just nice. tried it and I was like, whoa, that's wild. And you can do it now. Yeah, for like 10 yards, and then it just looks absolutely terrible after that. <laughs> I mean, you only need like 5 yards. Because what you're doing trick shots, like, you're not doing that in-game. You're just trying to impress some people, like, look at me, I got some disc skills. Wouldn't that be a while if you could do that in a game, though? That would be so disrespectful. You're on the end zone, and you just go, trick shot! <laughs> Imagine doing that, though, like... <laughs> Oh, bro, wait, you know what actually is the most disrespectful thing that's happened to me in Frisbee before? Um, what's this face? Um, you've, have you seen those videos of, like, people who throw, like, goals? Uh, uh like, an assist for a goal, throw an assist, but they throw it, like, behind their back. Okay. You've seen the videos of that? I've seen but, like, ADL. Yeah, so, but, like, this guy threw, like, you saw that Jonathan Nethercutt one, right? Yeah, Where he just yeah. threw the massive flick. Oh yeah. So this I'm like marking this guy, it's grade twelve. It's my grade twelve year in high school. And I'm just like flat up marking this guy on one of the other school teams in the area. In my county I get to I don't know, maybe three, and he just winds up as if he's going to just bomb a flick. And then he whips his hand behind his back and throws a perfect uh behind the back backhand for like forty yards. No. That's just a straight up time. And I and you just see my face go, oh crap! <laughs> yeah, holy, what did I just witness? Yeah, and uh, it was pretty bad because the next week I'm scrolling through my feed and I come across this Ulti World post, and the caption is "Next Jonathan Nethercut?" question mark And there's a video of it, and I was like, oh my god, this is so embarrassing. And you're the defender. You're just like <laughs> yeah, oh my and God. straight up, and straight up. There's my face just saying WTF right on the camera. <laughs> oh man, I, I mean, I guess it's, it's one way to like what all news is good news. That's saying where I mean, anyways. In the end, you're getting a little bit of clout. I don't want this. that. That's not the good kind of clout, bro. Man, I've actually I went. I was. In a GIF that went trending on um, the Reddit, uh, mm-hmm. I think in 2017. So it was me fucking up, pretty much. But I guess nobody really knew who I was. So now I now I kind of want to see this GIF. It's it was okay. So the throw goes up. Mm-hmm. I'm cutting. I'm cut. I'm I'm on defense. Uh, we're playing. I think okay. UFT. So the throw goes up, but it's windy. So the, the the wind pops it up. The person I'm covering goes down injured. I jump up to get the D. I miss it. The dude on the ground injured catches it. 
and it's just that's the gift. Oh, that's brutal. Just me missing the D and then him catching it on the ground. Now you now you got me scrolling through Google on my phone trying to find this. <laughs> like I, well, I want to try to find yours. So I'll, is it Alti World? You said. Yeah, it's from. It'd be probably March from like 2000. Or 2018, I think, or 19, March 2019, because that's that would be the year I graduated. So, okay, I think mine was let's say October, October, November, because that's when nas nationals were of I believe 2017. It was the second national championship. I believe that was 2017. Yeah, like. Honestly, there's so many, there's so, there's so many bad things that can come of someone with a camera at their wrong time and you messing up. Oh yeah, and then your face is all over the internet. And everybody's laughing at you. They don't know you. They don't. Exactly. They're just having a good time. For sure. What other topics would you like to cover today? Honestly, I'd, I'd like to get your opinion on what is going down in the states. Like, you just moved away from it. it seems like it's just uh, getting in terms worse. Of, in terms of COVID or in terms of politics? COVID and politics? But I guess mainly politics. Um, mainly politics. But I think the politics is also making the COVID situation also much worse because people aren't caring. Nobody at the top, like no politicians are caring. It's yeah, just kind of spiraling um, out of control. Yeah, it's definitely not great. I'm just gonna say as like uh, a forewarning, I'm not a very in tune political person. So some of the stuff Me neither. I don't know too much either. Yeah. So, so like some we're just of, here making opinions. Just opinions based on what what we see, right? Like, exactly. Okay, um, I think, so I'm gonna even start from like a before COVID type outlook that I have, that I have at least, but it seems like a lot of people down there can't be united on like trying to just get past the fact that right now that you have to put the greater country like the, the like the well-being of the greater country as a priority versus like hey my versus like hey my viewpoint on this is better than your viewpoint on that like no like they have to set aside their differences between like democrat and republican and all the other parties and just like all take a united stand on like hey we need to do x y and z to and wear a mask and wash our hands and all that stuff to keep this from getting worse and it doesn't help I think when the people who are at the top are taking shots at each other all day long mm-hmm I mean like, you I, said I, it I like think... there's a pandemic You're like how about we get over this and then you get back to your individual problems yeah exactly and then I think it doesn't help too that that there's a lot going on in terms of like and so I don't think it helped that COVID came and then all of the social injustice stuff came up and it all came together and it seems like it all is just different catalysts to create like a bomb in that country it seems like. Like, it social... just seems like everyone... What's up? So, what kind of like... So you're, like, not a physical bomb, but you're saying like a social Yeah, sorry, like, sorry, like, yeah, yeah like, a, not a physical one, obviously, but it just seems like that... <laughs> just making sure, just making sure. <laughs> it just, yeah, um, but it just seems like, I don't know, it just seems like everyone has a lot, it seems like everyone is reacting purely on emotion right now because there's a lot of 
and like emotions are really high over everything mm-hmm. and and like there's a lot of like unemployment rates up there's a lot of, of people are stressed mm-hmm. it, there's just a lot of factors going on in that country that are making it a quite a stressful place to live if you're not someone who's lived there their entire lives because like, we moved there when I was five okay. and my parents had never lived there before and they were like okay this is going to be like this will be fine and whatever and then like as the years progressed each year it just seemed like they were wanting to like move out and move back here more and more mm. as they saw how like the country seems to be just going through these different turmoils within it. Yeah. It's like it's always, they're always at war with themselves, mostly. But... Yeah. Um, it, there's definitely... There's definitely a lot of conflicts that go down in the U.S. And it's... And it just seems like everyone cares more about their about like their idea and their idea being right and not being able to concede to the fact that at times it's better to just say, okay, hey, like I think that here's my opinion on this. Mm-hmm. But can I be open to other opinions and see the other side of this? Absolutely without not. Just trying, not. Without like, without, like without just shutting it down. You know yeah. what I mean? But no. yeah, yeah. Like that's just that. Like that's obviously not how it is. No. And in a perfect world, that would be how it would be. Like it'd be like, hey, I have. Hey, it'd be like, hey, Bray, I have this opinion on this. Mm-hmm. What's your opinion? I take your opinion into account, and then you formulate yeah. your own like conclusion from that. Right. But instead of like whatever you're saying, I don't care because I know yeah, you're wrong. I'm um, I'm not gonna take the time out of my day to actually do research or take into the account of exactly. what the other person's opinion is. I know I'm right, so I'm right. Exactly, man. Like it. It's. I think a certain level of that might just be, and I and I don't mean to be like offensive and saying this, but I feel like going to be arrogance to some degree. For sure. Just because, like, but and I don't know if that's the right word either, but like I'm, like I don't know. I think if we could all just like think of others a little bit more and like be a little bit more open-minded, I guess, then life would just be a lot easier, especially for that country. I like that. I really like that, Will. Be a little mindful Thanks, of others. Man. It's a super important topic right now, because that's exactly yeah. what COVID is dangerous. Like, why? That's why it's dangerous, because it's not about, like, me and you, like, we get it. The likelihood of like the worst outcome it won't probably be that bad but it's the, the fact that first of all if you if you continue to spread it this thing is not going away yeah and like of course some people are going to be a little more vulnerable to it too so it's like are you really trying to like i hear all these queens parties and all the universities are still going hard and you know it's easy to look past that in your youth because you're like oh I'll be fine, but it's it's the it's the accidents where you accidentally spread it to somebody else, and I mean it, this person might just go spread it to somebody else too, and it's just it, it, it's, that's how it yeah. blows up. Yeah, it's tough. Like I think uh, like at the start of at the start of COVID. Uh, when I first got home from Queens, and this would probably be March, I don't know, like 20-something or whatever, I was sitting, uh, and I was just scrolling through my phone, seeing everyone 
getting together still and I'm like just in my thought in my head in my head I was being super judgmental I was just thinking like how can you do this in good faith and not have it on your conscience that hey I'm gonna spread it to someone I could or I could spread it to someone and they could get really sick and have in, they might not die but they might have permanent damage of some kind and I just personally, I, 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 and I still think this to, to this day, but mm-hmm. uh, I would feel like I don't know if I could live with, like, with that on my conscience if I got it, didn't know I had it, but spread it to someone's parent, grandparent, or even another peer of mine, I guess. Right. And they had some, and like God forbid, they had some sort of deficiency or something wrong with their system, and it turned into something serious. You couldn't help but feel terrible. Like that's just like that's just human nature, man. Like you, you got you, like you gotta have some sort of like heart, I guess, with that stuff. And then at the same time, with them now imposing restrictions here and being and now that like we're all like together again back here mm-hmm. back in the ghetto yeah back in the ghetto it's like I'm starting to get a second opinion on it and I'm starting to just think like we're all a bunch of 18 to 22 year olds mm-hmm. together and with them asking us to asking us to like limit our social interactions is it's like it's a large request in all honesty like it, it's I think they're I, I understand why they're saying it. Like they're expecting us to act as adults now that we're 18 19 20 whatever mm-hmm. and treat this situation with uh, the degree of seriousness that is required to contri- to keep the cases in control, but at the same time, that's not happening. Yeah, like I also I just don't understand. Part of me doesn't understand like how they expected it to work. Like most of us are still kids, mm-hmm. like, and like what kid has ever listened to an adult? Pretty much. <laughs> like, no, so right. I'm sure you like. I, I, I'm sure you can agree. Like, there's. There, I don't like that. It might just be a like endless battle for them. Like, they're probably not gonna not get very far with the kids. I feel like. I mean, I, I like. They're, I hear they're continually putting in new measures, new policies, and I think I saw today actually that some schools are going to expel their kids if they break yeah, Queen, COVID. Queens is on that list. That's, I mean, sure, I get it, it's a pandemic, but I feel like it's kind of, it's kind of wrong to, you know, like kick some kid out. And then, you know, keep all their money. What else are they going to use as a way to hold over their head to enforce it though? Yeah, so like, obviously there's, there needs to be something done. I guess I'm trying to say, like, I think expulsion is like, it might be. It's, extre- it's extreme. But very extreme. I, like, but I think, like, just from, if you were to look at, if you were to try and look at it from their viewpoint, what other options do they have at hand other than that? Like, it's not like they can just write up, like, ten reports and fine you or whatever. That's, because that's a job for the cops, but... Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, I, I think, in the end, it's all up to the people. Because mm. if you feel sick, you should get tested, at least get a good answer, and know if you're actually sick or not. I think that should be the first yeah. step with all the with all the students. I think if Queens was able to offer something where it could be like a, a few days, a couple of days separated, whatever, but just at least have 
uh, allow them allow the students that want to get tested to be able to get tested in a very easy way because I don't think they want to go to the COVID centers. But if, if yeah, just be on Queens campus, I think there is one. I think there's one in Mitchell Hall. Well, shit. Yeah, I, that's what at least what I was hearing the, the other day from uh, your boy, your boy Connor Good, Mr. Good, the Good of Goods. Um, but yeah, I found that video. Uh, the back, the behind the back throw I was telling you about. Oh, really? Yeah. Where'd you send it to me on? Uh, DM. Sliding in my DMs, bro? This early? You know it, buddy. You up? Question mark? Oh, I'm up. Before all of you. Oh, yeah, that's you. Okay, I wouldn't say that's 40 yards. No, it wasn't 40 yards. A spicy throw. Yeah. It wasn't 40. Maybe like 30, 25, 30. Yeah. (laughs) You hate to be the mark on this one. You really do. Yeah. It wasn't like... If you watch my leg on that, I'm like looking for the around flick that he's going for. And... Oh, yeah. Because it looks like he's winding up for it and then he just goes boom behind the back. That's ridiculous. I I can't even watch that anymore. <sighs> I'm I'm just watching it on replay. It's just like, I I didn't expect this. Like he, he's stepping in the wrong like I guess in the wrong direction of this throw. Well, I guess that's how he made you bite. Oh, I bit pretty hard. Oh my god, I'm very I'm still very salty about it. It's okay. People are definitely going to remember the, the thrower more than the person who allowed it to come out. Yeah. Oh man, actually, on the topic of Frisbee, I got roasted so hard the other day um, by some high school teammates. Uh, they uh, they were scrolling through uh, YouTube because our, our high school team has a channel where we used to post uh, like hot senior highlight videos and whatever. Okay. And uh, and so one of the guys that was senior when I was uh, probably when I was in my grade 10 year, he comes into the chat, drops into the chat and he said, Will, since when could you, when, when did you start throwing dingers? And I was like, what? Oh no. And uh, and uh, and so he comes back and he says, "You throw frisbees far and very good." And and so I just come back with, "Always been able to, just never had the green light when I played with you." <laughs> and then he said, and then they were like, "I never said you didn't have the green light." And I was like, "Well, shite, that sucks." Rip. Yeah, big rip. You kind of just decided to come into university that you had a green light, eh? You know what? You gotta come in with shit ton of confidence and get shut down, rather than come in with none and perform like crap. Hey, that's true. I will, I will, I'll, I'll let you know that one of the like we noticed, I guess, as I was, you know, because I'm old, I was, you know, watching the the tryouts, and it seemed like there was a, a common opinion, you know, Will Will Dixon. Was uh, he was a shooter? <laughs> he was a shooter. Yeah, shooter, shooter. And then all um, of a sudden, you just decided to—you're really just stop bold. being a shooter. Well, no, you could decide to continue to shoot, but like, Make not accurately. Hey, I had one good throw. No, definitely, I just I want- had to figure out, you know, how to connect in game, but keep shooting, baby. I think- Oh, well, I think also, I don't know, I think, like, I got, I tried to work through it a lot over the summer, just throwing, and I definitely noticed that, like, coming into a big, like, a big shot with, like, momentum, mm-hmm. like, on an upline or an around or something like that, just something where I have my, 
body weight behind the throw to actually like give it the distance and not turn it over and blade it mm -hmm. definitely helped with uh, getting it to sit more and just be a catchable throw because uh, there was a football field um, in the town where I spent the summer and I'd just go to the other end line and I'd just start bomb, like taking a three-step run up and just planting my foot as if I was going to throw and then uh, stepping out and just throwing it and I could like almost put it through the other set of uprights on the other side of the field. So. Yeah, like, I still gotta work on my throws and I mean the only way to get better at your throws is by practicing. True. And in the end, like, I guess for most of the summer it just happened that you're not gonna be able to get that practice, like you're not gonna be able to go to practice, you're not gonna be able to throw with somebody else. True. So it, they could just, just grab like five discs and just I don't know five ten, all the discs, and you just you just you just huck it. Yeah, so like I usually like buck I usually it and huck did. it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I usually tried to like I'd set up. Uh, I'd bring my backpack with me and I'd set up and I'd be like, okay, so my pack is ten yards away. I'm gonna try and put hit every disc on each side, like 10 flex, 10 backhands, mm -hmm. hit the bag, and then I'll set it to 20 and 30, and then once it got to like 30, 40, I'd just try and put them within, I'd say a wingspan of the bag, like right. a catchable radius, just to try and like, get, uh, like understand the touch of where I need to put it. Mm -hmm. And uh, that definitely helped a lot. For sure, it's like target practice yeah actually that's the question is that uh, for you is how did okay. you manage to keep your how did you keep your manage to keep your uh training and fitness up during uh the summer and the pandemic well i guess i so i i've always been a i guess a larger no i'm i'm, I'm kind of short relatively short but i've always been more muscular I've been like on the chubby side and I've always been hitting the gym like I've always been lifting since I was since I was too young like I guess in the end like the original plan was football and football players are thick so like I've always been a thick Damn, boy that boy's thick exactly I can, <laughs> I can show you I, I'm just I was just always a, a thicker dude but <laughs> A hundred percent. Like, I was, I was in the gym. I was going for like heavier weights, um, trying to like get as big as possible. But well, COVID came around and was like, psych, can't hit the gym no more. So, like, what, what could we do? Um, like, what I had available to me was kind of limited. Um, I had running shoes. I had a. I got a bike for my birthday and I had like I had a pull-up bar too I guess mm. I, I bought one from Walmart that was hype you just put it on your door your door whatever your door frame and you just yeah the door frame man pull-ups like so underrated of an exercise like because that first the struggle at first is to get like a couple and then mm. once you can bang, and once you can bang out five then you can do like five sets of five and eventually mm -hmm. like four sets of eight five sets of ten like you never it just and it's such a great overall like upper body exercise yeah and you don't even realize how weak your upper body is until you try to actually just lift your own body with it with your upper body like a pull-up <laughs> because like you like that's a you're, like you were saying. It's a very good upper body exercise because it's not like you're not lifting an, another weight. You're lifting your own weight, and if you can't support your own body weight, like maybe you shouldn't be lifting. Like you should be doing something else for your your pulls, your back pulls. Like if yeah, you can't lift I your mean, own body weight, what are you what are you doing? Like. <laughs> I mean, I guess like you can get the strength from weights and stuff, but also using your 
body to gain strength. I guess this is just something that I found, but it also gives you a new level of control. Mm -hmm. So like, if I could do, like I used to be so out of control with flat pull-downs in the gym, but then over COVID I exclusively like did uh, like calisthenics training because that's all I had available to me. Right. And so it was just different kinds of push-ups, different kinds of pull-ups. Uh, I can now like I can now do a handstand unsupported. Uh, nice. Uh, and and uh, with a wall, I can do five push-ups in a handstand. So like having that sort of control is actually really cool. And then now that I go in the gym with the lat pull downs, I'm not like swaying as much to pull down, mm -hmm. and I can just I can just like kind of lean back a little bit to engage them, and then pull and just start going at it, and it's then you just like feel it more, like just the control that you have. Yeah, I think it's also a big a big no no when it comes to. I mean, this this is what happens every time. People, you know, are like I'm gonna start working out, so they just hit the gym. They don't try to understand like how their body also works um, in terms of like like you but you go to the gym for the first time you're probably thinking like I'm gonna hit some I'm gonna hit some like bench press I'm gonna do some bicep curls I'm gonna do squats like sure you, like you start off with like I'm gonna do these things but you should also try to understand like good mechanics too because if you're not in control and you're lifting two, two, 200 pounds and you're just not using good technique like that's how you hurt your back doing um, deadlifts squats like you definitely need to be able to support your own body weight before you're also gonna go lift other weights and potentially just just fuck your body up yeah, for sure, man. And I think also, like, a lot of people think that it's a race, like, working out is a race. Like, I've got, like, three weeks to get suddenly in the best shape of my life. No, mm -hmm. like, you're realistically working out and stuff like that. That's It should be a lifelong goal. Like, hey, I should be able to get in the gym or run or bike or whatever. Say, be a target. Yeah, like I think the goal, I think the end goal should always just to be like have an active life rather a lifestyle rather than get discouraged by because you're not seeing results quickly. Mm -hmm. Like that's something that also uh, I developed through uh, through like the time period of COVID and whatever. It was just trying to figure out how to stay overall healthy. Like wellness, I guess. For sure, I definitely like gained a couple pounds. <laughs> like you just see people, and you read a lot about how people are struggling with mental health, physical health, like overall wellness, just because of how of because of what the pandemic took away from them. Mm -hmm. You um, gotta adapt. Yeah, it's adapting, but it's all, but it also just teaches. I think it just exposes it exposes us all to the fact that like hey, we're not as perfect as we thought, and we can get better in these areas by doing this. And for so, sure. For sure. Like, so, yeah. When I bought that pull-up bar, like, pull-ups are, are quite difficult, to be honest. And when I first got it, I was, you know, struggling. And it was like, okay, shit. My back's kind of weak. Like, my, my upper body strength is kind of shit and like I don't think I would have done that if it wasn't for COVID I wouldn't have bought a pull-up bar if it wasn't for COVID for sure like uh, how many can you do um I think if you were to, if you were to do them say in sets of 10 in sets of 10 so like mm -hmm. so like to so do like 10 wait a minute and do another 10 wait a minute so you mean well, like a set is like the number ten. of times you're doing Yeah, the ten. set is the number of times that you do it. Okay, so you're asking how many sets of 10 I can do. Yeah. Okay, given a minute. So like if you do, so if you do 10, in, like sorry, so if you do sets of 10 reps, how many sets could you do, I guess? I hear you. That's my question. 
I think I could do two. Um, I guess it really depends on the time in between, but I think I could do two. Um, and then three would probably be more of a struggle. Mm. I, I probably could get like eight or nine. But mm. I mean, like this. Pull apart. Once you get good at them, you just kind of feel like you're flying. Like For sure, man. Your back is just ripping. You're just pulling, and it's, it's it seems effortless. But like that also required so much time of you know just just doing five. Like I'd play Call of Duty and I'd I'd die. Like I die in the gulag. Five pull-ups. Then I'm doing five. I'm doing five. I'm doing five. Exactly. You just hear. You just hear. Fuck! I died. Five push-ups or five pull-ups or whatever. Mm-hmm, exactly. Um, yeah, no, like I, I've never been a huge like video game guy, especially as I've gotten older. So, um, with COVID, from the I turned to working out, and uh, with pull-ups, it went from doing being able to do like three sets of eight in school, mm-hmm. and I'd use the rock, the little rocks on the rock wall and the arc, and do them on there. And now I, and now when I'm doing like an upper body today, I'll do my bench, and after each, and after each set of reps on the bench, I'll go over and I'll do ten pull-ups on the thing. Very nice. So it turns into about fifty or sixty in a in an upper body day. So and that's just like, I mean, you don't start there, obviously. So I guess. Oh God, no. No, yeah. And I, I mean, like, just trying to reach out to those who maybe not maybe don't have like the opportunity to be athletic like i guess you can really extrapolate what we're saying like you're not going to be able to do three sets of 10 pull-ups on the first time in fact like the first time you might not even be able to do a single pull-up but it's like the determination to continue to if you have a goal you, you want you see something in your head and you slowly continue like working at it and you know one day you'll get one pull up and then who knows maybe one will turn into three and then three will turn into like seven like like it's just taking the small victories that you get in each step of the way exactly so it's the same it's the same with uh how do you say it uh it's the same with like meditation i guess like i like that's something that i've been trying with uh covid is just trying to make sure that I've got the right mindset going into each day and that I'm not because right at the start of the pandemic I've seen all this negative press about everything and trying to filter the bullshit mm-hmm. was part of was one of my biggest struggles and just taking time at the start of each day to just say like okay what am I worried about why and why is my mind worried about this like acknowledging it and then figuring out how to approach it and move past it was a huge part and like a huge thing for me and i think and, and i think it's something that people think it's like an hour of sitting there and you're just like looking at the wall like eyes closed trying to think like uh, I don't know, just thinking like, hmm, no, it's, <laughs> it's honestly, like, I, it's not to the point now where I, what I usually do is I just put on, if you have noise canceling headphones or AirPods or whatever you're, whatever you like to listen to music on, if, like, what I like to do is I just take a chill song with, like, no words, mm-hmm. and I'll put it on the lowest volume that I can, so that I can keep all the outside noises blocked out and then I'll just kind of sit there for the length of the song which is usually about three minutes and it's just focusing on like any thoughts you have or any or your breathing and just trying to sit like just evaluate how you're feeling at that point in time yeah it's kind of fun Uh, you mentioned earlier like it's all about listening to your body like mental health gotta listen to your your head too like it's it's all about you like sure you can someone could tell you like oh this is what i did to you know get big get in the gym but obviously everybody's gonna be slightly different so no that's thank you for sharing that like just taking three minutes out of your day to 
just kind of just trying to understand your body your mind is sick dude. yeah and you got to invest in yourself man 100 percent. that's like in academically and like in with your mind and stuff you gotta take you gotta invest in yourself and then with your wellness too like you know aside from like maybe how your doctor might look out for you there but nobody's gonna be nobody's like out there really looking out for you you just gotta take the initiative and invest in yourself and know and say like hey i feel best when i do this i have confidence because i do this and this helps me be the best version of me i guess like i don't know yeah, that's honestly perfect i don't think i could put it any other way dude yeah i don't know like i've, I've just been i just spent the last like four months reading a lot about that sort of stuff and it's eye-opening like gives you a new perspective on how to approach life and stuff do you want to shout out some of those books maybe um sure i've got one actually right next to me um this is uh one that i'm kind of working my way through right now it's a pretty thick book it's six something pages i think but it's called tools of titans and it's Oh, wow, and it's uh, it's by a guy named Tim Ferriss who does podcasts um, uh, on Spotify. Okay, and this he's got four books. Uh, two ones called the Four Hour Work Week, and one's called the Four Hour Body. And those are just about how you can a be most efficient with your work week, and then the others about like how to invest in your body, mm-hmm. and then the Tools of Titans is the subtitle is the tactics routines and habits of billionaires icons and world-class performers mm-hmm. and he basically he sent an emailed list of questions to a bunch of people who he thought of as idols and like people that he took a lot of his personal uh like tips and tricks from and asked okay. them like hey what's your daily routine what's your favorite what's the book you most gifted what advice would you have for your 30 year old self mm-hmm. um and then, like the list of people in this book is a lot of like high name people um like have you ever heard of laird hamilton the surfer no i don't think so and he so if you were to like just to use him as, as an example but um he he surfed he was the first to invent like the towing surfing method where you'd tow your board into a big wave behind like a jet ski okay and he's got sick photos like surfing all over the world but if you talk but if you read his interview it just talks about all of the different health things like, that he does to stay healthy and he, uh, and it just gives you like his specific interview gives you a, a different outlook at working out and he interviews tons of tech people and this is just like different tips and stuff you can use to um try and i get try and improve i guess your daily life for sure and so, then i hate to uh interrupt you off there yeah, yeah. we're uh, i want to end this we got about a minute 30 before uh, a 60 an hour long talk me and you yeah but first of all, I just want to say about what you're just saying about the book. Like again, back what you're saying about the opinion. Like you listen to other people's opinions, and mm-hmm. you, you judge that against your own. And it seems like kind of what sure you're not. doing for working out. But um, I just want to get you to answer one more question. Um, well, not a question, but more or less some tips, like one sentence or something brief about what you can do to wake up earlier not even wake up early but you know continue to push yourself to get better um i would say just try and be consistent and if the toughest part for me was getting up um i i i hit the snooze button so many times 
And I would just say start small, like set your goal as tomorrow I'm going to wake up at 7. Mm-hmm. And then make 7 become 650, and then 650 becomes 640, and slowly you work your way down. And you'll notice that as you get lower, you'll get you'll get tired around 9, Five 9 seconds. And listen to your body and fall asleep at that time. All right. Thank you, Will.